look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're here with David Faisal on News Talk 770 and More Than Money. So, so Venus and Mars, uh-huh. right? You're going to put me in the spot. I, oh, no. I can I can sense it. Are men or are women better investors? They're, they invest differently. Oh, Is that yeah. the answer? Faisal Ford, <laughs> Prime Minister. That sounds like politics oh, to me. Oh, wow. Well, listen, um, they do, do <laughs> I think there's no question that they do approach um, – investing differently as they do in many things in their life. We've got Kelly Keene joining us today. Kelly's been a regular contributor to our show. And um, Kelly is the author of, gosh, I think it's now nine books. She's a personal finance educator. Kelly, welcome back to the show. Dave and Faisal, great to be with you. So uh, the great debate rages. Um, who's better, men or women? Oh, I mean, like I'll, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to be neutral too, because here's the thing. It's not, it's not who's better, who's getting the better return. I mean, the question is, is she, you know, getting involved as much as she should? That okay. I think is the more important question. Now, um, women can give themselves a pat on the back because there's article after article, study after study that women do a great job investing. And Women are, are, are accused of being risk-averse and not taking enough risk, but often in the long term, um, that more calculated risk that mm-hmm. she'll often take, again, we're painting with broad, broad strokes here, uh, she'll, she, she can do better um, in the long term. But the question is, is she, is she coming to the table? And unfortunately, I, I don't think she is coming to the table enough. When I talk to um, professional certified fi- financial planners like you guys, talking to the industry, she, she's not always in on the meetings uh, with a spouse. Or, and, and quite frankly, the financial industry has been very intimidating to the female client so, um, or the female investor. Um, so very happy to be talking about this and, and how to get her more involved, I think, right? So, Kelly, um, when I find with, anecdotally with our clients, yeah. when we start getting into the nuts and bolts of the portfolio, which stock, how we're going to allocate it, where geographical location, all that stuff, I call it the engine under the hood. Mm-hmm. We don't get as many of our female clients engaged in that conversation. Mm-hmm. But when we start talking about healthcare, start talking about long-term care, estate planning, what happens in the event of a, an early death, those types of big, broad concerns, they're right in it. They're getting involved. They want their voice heard. They want their decisions to be to be heard. Um, that's I find that different. So is it? Do you find that same thing happening in general, or is that just unique to our clientele? No, I think you you nailed it. You nailed it. I do a lot of, or I, I used to do a lot of training um, in the financial industry with women, and I'm looking at this one chart right now on a PowerPoint that I would point to, and it's a little box that says uh, it looks at women's most valued attributes. It was a massive study done of high net worth investors, so people who have money to invest. Uh, so a little box of women's and then a box of men's most value at, uh, valued attributes in when they are sitting down with a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And guys, it's so interesting because it's totally opposite. So her number one is Taylor's advice to my financial needs. Mm-hmm. His number one 
is looks out for my best interest. Number two, provides strong financial returns on investments. And lastly for him is Taylor's advice to my financial needs. We have to unpack that a little bit because when I talk to a lot of women, they don't feel sometimes that their advisor, their planner understands their needs. Just like you said, if, if it's coming to them with, hey, let's talk about getting a better rate of return or lowering your investment fees or things of that sort, she's like, hey, 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 my needs are mm-hmm. how do I make my money last and how does she provide for her kids and maybe help out her parents? Exactly what you said. When it's more focused on what she's dealing with in her life, and then the advisor coming to the table saying, I've anticipated your needs. I, 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 I've looked in and peeked at the problems that you're dealing with, and here's how we can help. If the industry could do that more, I think we'd see her coming to the table more often, feeling more comfortable, um, and that there's a direct application um, to solving problems in her life. Because let's, let's, let's be frank, women have very little time. Like, they're juggling household, juggling work, sandwich generation. So um, for her to carve that time out, she's got to feel good. She can't feel stupid. Um, and she also has to feel that it's going to solve something she's really struggling with, um, as opposed to maybe a little bit of a better rate of return, which might not be her concern. I, I think you've, you've nailed it, <clears throat> Faisal. And I, I think that supports sort of the, the anecdotal evidence that, that we see all the time is we find it very interesting, um, particularly if, if both um, husband and wife are there, right? The, um, they tune out at different points in that conversation, mm-hmm. right? Often the guys, and again, these are all broad brush strokes, as you said, Kelly, but often the guys, are, they want to get into the minutia and the detail. Mm-hmm. Right, and the women in that respect are much better investors because they've driven a car that gets to A to B. I don't exactly know how the gasoline, nor do I know how the gasoline flows through the engine and gets me to A and B. I just know I need it to reliably do that. Right, and the women are more interested in the end result. Right, here's what I need this money to do for me, mm-hmm. whereas the guys are often asking, "What's the money doing?" Mm-hmm. Right, this is what I need it to do for me. What's it doing? Those are two very different conversations, right? And we see that all the time. And at what point in the conversation and the engagement, working through those, you know, those four big broad categories that we talk about, the uh, you know, the income and, and, and legacy and health and everything else, um, the gals are are much better at, at ensuring that the family's overall health, well-being. And goals are being met, and the guys get get uh, often muddled up in the weeds. And it's interesting you say that, Dave, because I met with uh, with a couple on uh, Thursday, and I asked them the question: What's the definition of security in your retirement? Oh. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the the husband said to me: As long as I'm making the return I need to make to get the income that I need, I'm secure. The 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 female, the wife, said to me: In the event something goes wrong, am I going to be okay? So she's looking for, I'm calling it the safety net, the security of safety net. He was looking at, I just need to make sure I get that rate of return. Well, there's an anchor to a number, right? Correct. Yeah, Yeah. he's anchored to a number. Correct. And so that that was a very um, aha moment for me this week uh, when I I sat down and got that definition. So it was interesting to see is that, and I haven't tracked if that's all of our clients or if it's general, but it's very interesting how people look at things differently, especially women and men, right? Yeah, so to Kelly, to your point, our industry, I, I agree with you, needs to get, uh, I think we need a bit of a paradigm shift in the sense, in the type of conversation, particularly with the clientele that, you know, that we deal with older. It's, I think that, that we have to get goal-focused and goal-oriented, right? 
all, we all know that markets go up and down and so on and so forth. We've got to get to that planning stage where we're working through and identifying the family goals, and that's well beyond just stocks and bonds and money, right? It's talking about things like health and security and the kids' well-being and helping them with that first home or the parents, right? The, the parents are aging, and there's, right. a, there's a quality of life that we want to maintain. So I, I, I agree 100%. I'm, I'm going on the side of gals. Gals are better investors. <laughs> going out on a limb here. <laughs> Yeah, it's a totally, you guys make such a great point, and Faisal, you make such a great, uh, that was an interesting distinction because, too, when I talk to the industry, uh, and sometimes even females in the industry will say there's no difference in marketing or speaking uh, to women or men, it's the same. And I dare Mm. suggest that, you know, do you segment out your clients based on if they golf or go big deer hunting or whatever? (laughs) Like, you know, you segment out your clients based on, their comfort zone, their age, their their psychographic factors, and then something so significant as gender, we forget that the conversation it has to be very different. It's it's evolution. You know, men mm-hmm. went, they got the hunt. Like I think Faisal, what you're talking about, show me the return, show me that that he's good. Where you know she was back uh, gathering with the family, looking at the big picture, juggling a bunch of different things, and I, I don't think you can have the same conversation with both of them. And she's. She and he are going to be very, they're going to lead with very different things when they're investing. Which requires our industry, and we do yep. this with our yeah. clients, is showing them on both angles. Like right, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. to meet both of their needs. Yeah, yeah. To, so there's no, I've been left out of the conversation. Because what my biggest fear yep. is that if we don't include both partners, if we don't include all people in their planning process, then the probability of failure increases. Mm-hmm. Because if you're detracted from the plan and your eyes are off the goal, you don't get to the end zone. You don't yeah. get to that point where you need to be. And that's a big problem. So I think we, as an industry side, need to do a better job. More importantly, I ask both of my clients, male and female, to tell me really what you want, what you really, really want. It doesn't matter if, it, if I agree or not. Just tell me what you want, and I can work with it. So I, and I'm going to push back a little bit, Kelly, and I'm going to give you the final word here because I'm going to push back on women a little bit and say, listen, you need to be involved. But you also need to, to uh, explain the conversation needs to be different, right? So the gals, if they, if they haven't been or if they've been intimidated, have every right because, listen, when I sit down with clients, I jokingly tell all of, all of our clients, she's our client, not you. Often <laughs> there's an age gap between men and women. And listen, yeah. even if there isn't, okay, the probability is that she outlives him. Mm-hmm. So you want to have some, some understanding of that. And I think the gals have every right to have the communication tailored in a, in a, in a form that makes them feel comfortable, that gives them the peace of mind, not just, not just the husband. Your final word on this, and then we'll wrap up the segment. Yeah, I totally agree with you, David. And uh, Dave, and I think that, too, what we forget with women, that it's a courtship. Guys, it's like the problem solved. We got it. He came to the meeting. It's all yeah. good. She wants to d- discuss it. She wants to maybe think about it. She yeah. wants to go back and have a conversation with him. She doesn't want to be rushed. And it's an industry that likes to solve problems. It's, an, you know, very logical, linear. Uh, so to give her a break, too, that she might need a few meetings, a few conversations uh, to come to the conclusion that she feels comfortable with what's going on. Yeah, I think so. On that note, Kelly, I want to thank you again for joining us. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and get your insights. You too. Thanks, gentlemen. All right. We're joined by Kelly Keene. She's the author of a whole bunch of books, nine by last count, according to uh, to my count. Personal finance educator does a terrific job of identifying these issues. Faisal, our upcoming seminar, let's uh, let's talk about that. Tuesday, October 24th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op Wine, Spirits, and Beer. We're going to talk about how to invest. We're going to talk about how to protect your retirement and how to bulletproof that cash flow for your life. 
That's again on Tuesday, October 24th, 7 p.m. at the Oak Ridge Co-op One Spirits. Give us a call to reserve your seats, 966-8400, 966-8400, or go to our website at morethanmoneyradio.com. And join us after the break for a look at whether Ottawa's tax reforms so far have actually helped us pay less tax. Here on Newstalk 770 and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.